The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Make sure you check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel pre and post off every Heat game, pre and post off every Dolphin game, plus plenty of additional content. Debuting a new soccer show this week. It's going to be every Thursdays at 10 a.m. with Austin Robillard. Uh, 30-minute pitch is what it's called. So if you're a soccer fan, make sure that you check that out. Also, Five reasonsports.com that's where you go for no paywall sports content pretty much around the clock brady hawk of course is uh producing all those stories and he appears on five on the floor on occasion as well also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network this is we all of our sponsors are important but this one is really important particularly if you I don't know. You have a family. You need to take care of this. If you're a young, single individual, you need to take care of it, too. It's meeting with Mark Brown at markbrownpa.com. The phone number 954-566-5678. It's marcbrownpa.com. Go check it out. They have a title company in-house. They can handle your real estate stuff, but they also, Mark and his staff can handle your estate planning. So sit down with them. And make sure your affairs are in order, right? If you're older, don't have a family, you still should have a say in where your estate goes. Reach out to Mark. Mark Brown PA is a small firm. It allows them to be focused on their clients and they remain always available. I can tell you because they handled a couple of uh, things that I needed taken care of in the past year. They also, as I said, work with a ton of real estate with their title company. So ask them about that. MarkBrownPA.com, 954-566-5678. And now... Tonight's yeah. uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. 
Nathan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I've got Greg Sylvander with me. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick. And at Five Reasons Sports, make sure to check out the episode that Greg and I did with Eric Reed. Uh, really good episode. Uh, gotten a whole bunch of stuff, including Jets Dolphins talk, which was a little bit unexpected, I think, for him. But he also got into the five things he's looking forward to this season. Uh, and a couple on there that I wasn't necessarily expecting him to put on the list from the very beginning. So check it out. Eric also explains in there uh, you know, kind of why this season is going to be a little different and better for him than the past two seasons have been. But one of the things we think is going to be better for the Heat uh, is their record than last year and perhaps their seeding as compared to last year, although we'll see. And Greg and I are going to talk about that today because I think there is a debate that's going to go on this season on whether it is better to get rest for certain guys or to go for seed. And some of that may have to do with the way that this team starts, because if this team starts strong, they may have a little bit more flexibility later in the season in terms of how they want to handle that. And I, maybe I'm sort of stealing Greg's thunder here because I have a feeling that's where he's going to go. But let's just talk about the first 10 games for this team uh, as we head into the regular season, which starts next Thursday. Hosting Milwaukee, we obviously know defending champions is going to be a lot of uh, interest in that matchup and eight o'clock start at home. At Indiana, a team I think is going to be improved with Rick Carlisle coaching it. Orlando looks like one of the weaker teams in the league this year. They're coming to Miami, but we know that the Magic always give the Heat problems. At Brooklyn, will Kyrie be playing? Probably not. Uh, but again, there's still the Nets. They still have Durant. They still have Harden. The Charlotte Hornets at home. The Heat have had some struggles with Charlotte over the past couple of years. At Memphis, a place that's typically been difficult for the Heat to play in. Grizzlies have a good young team. At Dallas, at uh, Boston at home, Jazz at home, at Denver, at Lakers um, as part of a road trip. I mean, <laughs> it's not easy. Like, the, I no. mean, I mean, you could play well and be five and five during that stretch. It's true. There's a lot of really good teams there. And actually, if you even were to extend this out and flip the page to November, it gets even. And you may even have of. Uh, uh, flip the page there as, as you read off the last couple games. But if I recollect uh, 12 of their first 19 are on the road, like that is a tough stretch. Like it doesn't matter who you're playing 12 road games out of your first 19, uh, particularly when you have so many new pieces uh, that's going to be super interesting to watch. Right. Because I think that this, that, that they do need to get off to a good start. They do need to think about seeding. Those are things we're going to talk a little bit more about later, but that's going to be predicated on them starting strong. And I, I don't see how they can escape this stretch and play below average and then rebound from that. So like, to me, we're going to find out what the team's made of pretty quickly. And uh, I don't know, there's some nervous excitement surrounding that because man, they're going to know quick, you know, uh, 12 road games is no joke. But how do they start strong? I guess that's the question. We've seen some Heat teams that have started strong because they had continuity. I, I, I pointed to one of the teams during the, the Zoe Tim era that got off to a sort of a really fast start because they'd been together for so long. They knew each other. And it was just sort of reinventing the way they played a little bit. They decided to play a little faster one year. Uh, and, and they, they, I think they started 16 and four. We, we've seen that some heat teams, I mean, the big three heat team in 2010 started nine and eight. We all know what happened. I was there in Dallas for bump gate for the, the meeting that Dwayne Wade called in the locker room and, and everything that went on that night, you know, and, and then Maverick Carter and LeBron's people leaking stuff to ESPN and everything that was going on around Eric Spolstra. That was not a great start. 
But we've seen the second year with the big three, they got did get off to a fast start. The lockout you know, started the season on Christmas. They blew out Dallas, the defending champions in the opener, and they kind of got rolling a little bit from there. I, I guess what has to happen for them to get off to a fast start? Because it, it looks like they're kind of getting what they want out of the preseason with the exception of Jimmy being in there a lot with Kyle. Yeah. Um, but Jimmy obviously knows how to play with Kyle and obviously he knows how to play with Bam. He knows how to play with hero. I don't see that as a major concern. And when we talk about new pieces, I mean, you're talking about two guys in Struess and Vincent in the rotation who played last year. So that's, that's not a huge, that's a good deal, point. Right. And then, and then the guys they brought in like PJ Tucker and Marquise Morris, their whole careers. I mean, they, they basically bounced around the league. Both of the, both of them, they've had to plug and play in various places. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see a lot of sort of, uh, fits that, that are going to be especially complicated at the yeah. start of the season. And roles which, are which should lend to a faster start, right? You're right. Yeah. And, and roles are defined, which we've talked a lot about and how that can uh, help with, uh, with guys getting off to knowing their roles and, and, and getting started fast. But like, this is another thing. I think that with them relying on Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo so much, like those are guys that uh, are are horses in the sense that they can get big minutes, lots of usage. And I think that the team is going to lean into that more than ever. You're going to see those guys that are kind of in that middle of the, either they're young or they're approaching like their prime years from an age perspective that they're going to really lean in on those guys. And, um, and really success to me is just them, um, essentially they've got to play well above 500 ball for me all season. Like, like you're not, and, and I know like, as you talked about the teams that, and the way they started with the big three era, even think about Oh six, like they didn't start great. Like there no. was Shaq got injured really early. Like one of the first games and got of the fired. Year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like, and, and then well, I, even, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, hold yeah, on. I, I have to stop myself there. I, I, <laughs> he <laughs> stepped down to be with family, Ethan. For, but anyway, for, even for in habit, 2020, yeah. like the, the yeah. bubble run like that, they didn't start like that. That team kind of that Charlotte game was awful, you know, right before the bubble ended. So, well, just, no, but they got, they did get off. Well, I did want to compare it a little to that team. They did get off to a fast start that season. That, they, that they is true. above expectations. They kind of cratered with about three weeks left before the COVID break. Um, you know, it was kind of happening around the all-star break. And it, it, like you said, at the Charlotte game, it got worse. Um, as, uh, as while we're doing the podcast, my daughter just snuck behind me under the table to go get a snack out of the kitchen. So that's why I was slightly distracted there after 9 PM. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that year they did get off to a faster start. I remember that we were kind of, you know, waving the pom-poms a little bit. Cause we we're like, this team is, I thought they'd be good. And a lot of people didn't. And you know, they, they got, they, 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 so they had great ball movement from the very beginning. I, I think that the two places that, that they, they, this show is sponsored by better help. What's the first thing you do. If you had an extra hour in your day, go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, 
flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You will need to be good early. And these are connectivity things. Or a ball movement on offense and then helping each other on defense. Those two things sometimes take teams a little bit of time to develop. We've kind of seen both of them so far in, in the minutes that the regulars have played in the preseason, that gives me hope that that will carry over into the regular season. Like they don't like Kyle Lowry's answer to me the other day, which of course, you know, people made fun of Toronto fans again, because they're making fun of him about everything. But I asked Kyle a simple question, which was like, what, you know, what do you attribute to so many assists? I mean, Kyle Lowry's never had an assist rate like this in his career. Okay. He's had, I mean, he's basically gathering assists every two minutes, uh, essentially. It's and the culture. Uh, well, and he said guys are making shots. So, of course, people took that as a shot at Toronto, which it wasn't meant. What he was trying to say is assists just come, you know, so, sort of it's yeah. not really about the point guard sometimes. sometimes but, but really, when you, have, when you haven't had a point guard here who's averaged at least six assists in, what, 20 years, okay, and Kyle's, you know, ripping off what would be like 15 assist games if he was playing full minutes, I, I do think it speaks to more than just guys making shots. I, it also suggests what we've talked about that he's putting them in position to make shots and the ball movement and the connectivity is leading to those open shots. And so I, I doesn't feel like the clunk, we're going to get the clunkiness of, of nine and eight with Dwayne and LeBron trying to operate from the same spots and trying to handle the ball at the end of games. Cause that's what they've always done. It feels like they're further along than that already right and defensively like i don't think there's any questions about that like they're they're going to be connected bam covers for everybody jimmy obviously handles what he has to handle kyle's always handle what he has to handle um so i do think they get off a fast start but then it does tell you how many sort of quality teams there are in the nba not like elite elite but when we can talk about you know how many good teams that they're going to be facing early on it's okay there are not a lot of easy matchups there early no, you're right. And I think Jimmy and Kyle are probably the two guys that are going to be managed most from a, I guess we could say load management perspective, uh, minutes perspective, but early you're right. Like I, I, I see Kyle playing a lot early and establishing kind of the tempo of the team, the identity of the offense and really like, uh, getting that stuff um, deeply conditioned within every player in the roster. And then he can start to take the reins off and there could be moments where he can, um, you know, get a breath here, there, maybe in January or February, stuff like that. But for, for early in the season, I think it's imperative that Kyle, uh, sets that tone and then they got to lean into Bam and Tyler. Like, I, I don't think I, it's, it's one of those situations where you can't expect Kyle and Jimmy to play, 
you know, 74 out of 82 and then carry you through three rounds of the playoffs. So you need these young guys to do that. And like, you know, they're the perfect age for it. So here you, here you are on a silver platter, you get the usage, you get the minutes, you get the role, go do it. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. When we come back, uh, we will get into decisions that (coughs) need to be made later in the year based on what happens earlier in the year. Before we do, I want to tell you about another sponsor of the network. We haven't talked about this one on five on the floor. Obviously, we have a daily fantasy partner, but we also partner with uh, Underdog Fantasy. And what Underdog Fantasy does is they set you up for the entire season. So essentially, it's, it, it's they have some of that up-down stuff uh, on the daily stuff. But really, uh, what we're focusing on here is, is the drafting, that you can draft your team on Underdog all kinds of different ways. Um, and you can have three competitors, t- five competitors, 10 competitors, 12 competitors in a league. The drafts are fun. They're easy. They go like 30 to 40 minutes. I did two during the preseason game the other night. My picks were coming up at the same time. Uh, they only take like 30 seconds per pick. So you're not sitting there all night. And and we're going to be running a bunch of these drafts there. So we want you to get involved there too. And what we want you to do is sign on using the code 5RSN. We use that code for some other things here in the network, including Manscaped, et cetera, uh, and Therapist Preferred. Use the code 5RSN, that's the number five, and get on an Underdog Fantasy. Here's the thing. They'll give you 10 bucks, okay? To join these drafts, it's five bucks. So you can join two drafts for free, essentially, if you want to. They've also got a best ball tournament going on. So go to Underdog Fantasy. If you follow Five Reason Sports on Twitter, I'm going to be tweeting out when Greg and I and others, Royal, et cetera, in the network are running these drafts or participating in these drafts. And then just come draft with us. And it's five, like I said, it's five bucks. You get two drafts for free. Why not? Right. So go to underdogfantasy.com, use the code 5RSN. All right. As we close here, Greg. As we're looking forward uh, to the end of the season, and let's say the Heat are in a chase, okay? We don't know what the net situation with Kyrie is going to be as we speak. Things could change over the next 24 hours, as they could with Ben Simmons, who I guess is just waiting outside the facility. Who knows? So weird. Right? Okay. So you're talking about two of what were supposed to be the top four teams in the conference are in turmoil. The other one are the defending champions who are coming here on opening night in Milwaukee, and then Miami, likely, or then maybe Atlanta right there. Um but let's say the Heat are in the mix for a four seed at the end of the season, which is possible. Do they push it? I mean, it's a little different than two years ago where you were in the bubble anyway, so it didn't matter that you dropped the last game to Indiana, got the five seed. You essentially was the same. It was the same matchup. It was the same yeah. everything. But this year, you are talking about home court, right? So let's say that you have a situation end of the year. Let's say Jimmy has carried a big load. Let's say that Lowry has as well. Others, okay, Uh do you do you go for seeding this year or do you go for rest? I I say you go for the seed and and it's it's funny how this has evolved if you really think about it because like initially right the Riley built teams of the 90s like it was all about going for the seed and that there was no question what you were doing you were playing every game all out and then we we actually experienced the complete opposite end of that spectrum where there was so much rest in management whether it was Shaquille O'Neal or then you know with the big three and Dwayne and stuff like that so um, I've generally one that says that seating is not as important as getting right, being healthy, and those things being in place going into the playoffs. This is one of the unique years where I'm going to go against what I typically would say is my gut feeling and say that they have to go for the seed. I feel like there's an opportunity, particularly in the Eastern Conference right now, with a couple teams that are just in weird places. And and I don't know what that's going to mean. Maybe it'll mean nothing and they'll still play great and the talent will transcend the turmoil. But 
right now, I think there's an opportunity to pop up like they're like you can legitimately make a case for them getting a top two seed. Like there's a path for that. And if there is one, I just don't see how you don't go for it. Yeah, I get it. I, I think the big thing, uh, look, and Zach Lowe pointed this is just stay, make sure you're in the top six. I, I think they, I mean, we recognized that last year that that was, and, and I don't think we believe they're going to drop far enough to that to be a serious concern this season, but that you start there. Okay. You need to be in the top six. You don't want to be seven or eight. You don't want to be in a play in situation. You don't want to have to deal with a potentially fixed Brooklyn team or Milwaukee in the first round. Um, I do think home court will be meaningful. It was meaningful to the Heat two years ago. I mean, they, they were a much better team at home than they were on the road before they went into the bubble. So I, I do think it will be meaningful. Um, but I do think Jimmy has to be monitored this year. In fact, maybe even more so than Kyle. I, I just I felt like Jimmy just emotionally, physically, mentally kind of wore down for that playoffs. He was trying to talk himself into it with stupidly locked in, but I, I don't think he had anything left. Well, he Kyle should. had a lot of time off. He was he looks rejuvenated because he had all that PT. <laughs> well, I, I agree, and that should play into it, but I, I also think they need to be mindful of it. I think there could be – I think one of the things that they're setting up for by having Kyle as an additional facilitator, maybe plugging Caleb Martin into some of these roles here, is to give Jimmy occasional rest days during the season earlier so that maybe they don't have to rest him if they're pushing for seed at the end. But I think him more than others, I, I do think that the development of, of – of Yurtsevin is important in the sense that you may be able to give Tucker and Morris a little bit of a break during the season. I don't really worry about Deadman. He had a lot of time off before he even came back this time. But I do think with Jimmy is really the biggest thing. I, I think they have to at least take some of the, and I think they have with the acquisitions this off season, but I think they need to continue to take some of the burden off of them. So anyway, it'll be interesting to watch, but those first 10 games, he could be really good and be thriving five. I just, I think people need to be prepared for that, but I think they're positioned to compete well again, because of the connectivity that has already sort of developed on both ends. So check out our sponsors. Um, you know, as I mentioned, underdog fantasy this week, look for our drafts, look for our drafts, just pop in, uh, use the code five RSN. And again, markbrownpa.com on a more serious note, uh, take care of your estate planning. It is important. I'm going to go find out what my daughter took out of the fridge. Have a good night. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.